Hello and welcome back to the Hardworking Man podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Heath. And this is a couple days late because Rachel and I are both stage 10 procrastinators. No, we went out of town <laughs> for the weekend and we just ran out of time. But we're and also you had to work. very good at procrastinating. I don't like to brag, but we're good at it. We're uh, just, it's, I wouldn't call it procrastinating. I we're think like it's a power couple. Time management. <laughs> you just like to throw me under the bus with you. You have this personality trait and then you stick me with No, me. you have it too. There's no I way you're not a procrastinator. I wouldn't say I'm a procrastinator. I would say you are. I'm poor time management. That's not necessarily <laughs> because I procrastinate. Because I think I can get more stuff done in you the wait. time allotted. It's not about putting it off. You wait till off. the last minute to do it. That's procrastination. I looked what? it up in the ditch. Anything. Everything. That's not true. It is. I don't think that's true. Anyways, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> you get what you get and don't throw a fit. That's <laughs> how I feel right now. We've had a day. Oh, we did have a day. We were out <laughs> recording. I'm off work today. So when I'm off work, because I work 12-hour shifts, we try to get a lot done. And we always plan to get, I'm like, hey, we can get like 12 videos done. Right. He's like, we can get three videos, <laughs> really edit them all, do. shoot a podcast. I and... think two or three videos is legit. And after you get one, you're like out of time because Rachel's a procrastinator. It takes her a minute to get started. By the time we get going, it's dark out. But today we actually got two full videos done, which is a pretty decent day for us. And I feel like they were pretty good videos. We got brand new mics. With a noise canceling feature. Very excited to use. We those. sort of tried it out in the house, but we didn't try it out by machines. That's bad on us because mm-hmm. with the noise canceling feature on by the machines running, the audio's terrible. It's terrible. not even usable. It so, hurts your ears. That's how bad it is. So now we're going to have to spend mm-hmm. more time editing, voicing over, adding music, whatever it is we do, because we have to use that footage because I got one more day off work tomorrow and then it's back to the grind. Right. So. Needless to say, I wasn't too happy. When I put a whole day's worth of work in and then check it, which we should have, I guess, probably checked sooner, but I just assumed it would be good because we did a little audio test in the house and I was like, this is pretty cool. So I talked about the mics in the video and then we got, and I walked in from the garage and I hear this playing on the computer and I was like, what is that? And Rachel's like, oh no, I'm doing that because she was scanning through the video and I was like, oh, thank God because I thought the audio was terrible. No, it was And then it was terrible. She's like, oh my gosh, this is unusable. Right. So I was none too thrilled, I guess you could say. It's like when I work on cars and nothing's going right. Like Mm -hmm. after a whole day of work, getting stuff done, you feel good about it and then that's the result. Right. Like I wasn't super happy. Having a YouTube channel is easy. We don't put any time or effort into it. You are wrong. <laughs> I almost, I sat down and I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I took my hat off and I almost threw it, but I didn't. I controlled myself. We got some new hats. I didn't want to throw a new hat. You yeah, know? we did. We got a whole new order but, uh, of hats. I was just, I almost wanted to cry and I don't cry easily, so. That was no fun. No. I even got called fat the other day. I got called short and I got called too young to use an axe. And that didn't make me cry. But after (laughs) shooting videos for a whole day, I was like, oh, I think I tear welled Uh, up, man. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, what are we going to do? You have, we have to use it. We will make the best of it, which we, I mean, we have had audio issues. Audio is the toughest thing about having a YouTube channel. Anything Period. If you ask me what's been my biggest headache, it's audio. We have videos with no sound. We have videos with bad sound. We have mics like our Kamika Boom mics that people are like, those sound great. What are you using? 
Well, one of them just quit working the other day and we were three or four videos in and people are like, what's wrong with your audio? I can't hear this. I can't hear that. We go to edit and we're mm -hmm. like, what is going on? Well, then it randomly works. So and we don't even some, know yeah, if it's so going to work or not. And I don't know if it was the cord or what it was, but I was like, you know what? Let's get new mics. There's brand new DJI mic twos out. They're supposed to be good. They got the noise canceling feature, which will be perfect around machinery, except for the fact that it doesn't work at all. So that's a disappointment. Yeah. But we're going to try our next video without the noise canceling, and hopefully, hopefully that works. Elliot from Everything Elliot, he just got these mics, and he said he shot a video with them, and he loved them, but he didn't use the noise canceling. So hopefully that's our issue. Well, yeah, because it's so hard to come back. You know, you'd say, well, just film something with it and then watch it over. But the problem is you only have so much wood you're splitting, so you can only, like, test them out so much. And... Right, like the projects you're doing are projects. And right, like you we're not... I mean, we've done before where we've had to shoot videos two or three times, four times because of audio issues. Yeah. And you run out of what you're doing to make the video. Right, like we're not just doing this purely because it's a video it's because it's something that has to get done so <laughs> if you already do it there goes your video and your audio sucks another thing that we should have said right at the beginning if you are listening to this or watching us on hardworking man the channel okay. you need to go to hardworking man podcast we created a new channel and that's where all of our podcasts yes. are going to be aired because our son, who's 14, was like, you guys are going to hurt your analytics. And we're like, no, we won't. We're going to be so big. We're going to blow up. It's going to be huge. Well, he was right. We're hurting our analytics. So our podcasts are all going to be on one channel. It's Hardworking Man Podcast. If we can, we'll put a link to one of our other episodes at the end of this video. So click on that link, go to it, and when you're there, it. subscribe. Yes. Because that's where we're going to do a few that we're going to double post, and then it's going to be all on the Hardworking right. Man podcast platform. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, all any of the other platforms, you're good. That's not changing. But on YouTube, we have our Hardworking Man channel, and then we're going to have Hardworking Man podcast. That's where all the podcasts are going to be from. And a couple of weeks forward, that's the only place we're going to post them. So if you love yeah. listening to our stories, our lives, getting to know us better, which is why we did this. That's where you're going to have to, have to go. There. I'm in process of moving all of the podcasts from one through this one, which I think this is 17. Um, so, she would be done by now, but she's a procrastinator. No, it's because you're distracting <laughs> and take my time. So I'm, I'm in process good. moving them all over there. Control so yourself they'll all be me. there. One through 17. <laughs> I mean, I feel like 17 flew by. And if you listen to the Woodhounds podcast with Joe and Dan from Back 40, they just did their 100th episode. And to me, that sounds like an astronomical number. But we're already at like 17. Like, it's not that far off. No, I feel like it's like number four or five. It just does, it doesn't feel like Yeah, it. she told me what number we were on the other day. And I was like, are you serious? Like, we're that far along right, on our podcast? Right, we've been doing that long. Like, how don't we have a million subscribers yet? <laughs> All right, well, Heath just figured out what a podcast was, so welcome. I literally just listened welcome to, to the my show. first few podcasts. I listened to the Woodhounds <laughs> podcast. I listened to Joe Rogan's podcast. Like, I didn't realize it's just people talking. Like, <laughs> I can do that. You guys know I can talk. I get ridiculed for it on our videos. They're like, Heath, shut up. They, just split wood. Let Rachel talk. Say. Let Rachel be in the camera. Less just talking. hold the camera. But 
you guys know I can talk, and I'll tell you what, if I drink caffeine, then I can really go. Like, when I'm on caffeine, I don't shut up. I will talk. I could have a podcast for days if I'm just drinking some energy drinks or something. Yeah, and he just talks over top of all of you if you're talking with him. He doesn't hear you, I don't think. His I don't brain know if you're talking. doesn't shut off. He just, just bulldozes right over top. Well, the problem is, like... My attention span is so bad. I can literally be mid-sentence and forget what I was saying. So if something pops into my head while you're talking, I apologize. But if I don't say it, it's going to go away. And it could be something awesome. So you don't want to miss it. So I apologize. But I don't know. It's just my brain doesn't work right anymore. I'm getting old. Mm -mm. No, I think there's definitely something going on in there. But yes, so no problem talking. Heath figured it out. Podcast, you just talk, which, you know, that's what we've been doing. But he just wants to always have a theme, uh, a topic that we're going to discuss. And I was like, you don't have to. You just talk. And he's like, I don't know about that. Well, now we figured it out. It's okay to just talk. So we're going to have to do something that some people love doing and some people hate doing. And we sort of are terrified every year and it's taxes oh gosh rachel being a realtor she doesn't pay taxes all year so at the end of the year <laughs> we gotta pay, pay those quarterly. taxes yeah she's like i'll pay them quarterly but and she procrastinates and she doesn't do it will you stop that <laughs> i did not claim that over my life enough so anyways so at the end of the year i try to pay extra taxes out of my salary at work but then we have other incomes we've got our side hustles that we have as llc's we've got youtube we've got all this different stuff going on. So it's like, I'm always scared to file taxes. And one year we might get money back. And another year we might owe a lot of money. Yeah. So getting money back's cool, but owing a lot of money's not cool. No. In fact, what was it? Two, three years ago, we did our taxes and she had a really big year in real estate. And when we got the number that we owed and it was what like twelve or thirteen thousand yeah, dollars i was like what like we were on the phone discussing it while i was going to pick something up for the you know for my tractor at an auction that i had bought and i was so distracted i did one of the dumbest things i think i may have ever done in my life because we're on the phone my mind's blown like we owe this much in taxes now we got to pay that. That's money we were going to use for other stuff. Or I don't even think we had that much. We had to pull a little bit out of a line of credit or whatever. But we're talking. We're distracted. I'm easily distracted as it is. And I pull up to a BP gas station to get gas. Well, to get diesel. And what I got was gas. BP uh. has green pumps. Diesel is green. I'm distracted. I pull up. I just am on the phone pumping gas against all the rules. I'm going to probably burst into flames and burn up. But I do it all the time. I leave my car running. He leaves it running while phone. he's getting gas. And I think that's not safe. Who's ever seen anyone on fire at a gas station? I haven't. <laughs> have you? No. I'm like, they I have don't, to put that there as a liability. I don't Nobody want to be bursts in the car. Into I'm like, I'm going to get trapped in a ball of fire. <laughs> she yells at me for being a rule follower. And if I get gas with the car running, she freaks out. That's like, like the one thing he doesn't follow. He won't even turn into a parking lot if it's like the right. No one else is in the parking lot. It's an empty parking lot. If there's arrows for a reason but i'll get gas with the engine running on my cell phone i'm not scared but so we're on the phone talking about taxes how can we owe this much i fill the diesel up with gas and i was down i was down to like an eighth of a tank so i filled it with gas mm. i go in the gas station get a drink go to the bank get the money out the atm to go buy my auction purchases pull away from the atm and my truck quits like are you kidding me 
I'm trying to start it. Nothing. Like, what the heck's going on? I was back in my hometown where my dad lives. He was a diesel mechanic. I'm like, Dad, my truck just broke down. I don't know what's going on. It just quit. No power. Engine sputtered and stuttered and stalled, and now it won't start. So I tried bleeding it, pumping it, priming it, everything, nothing. My dad shows up. We're messing with it, messing with it. He calls his brother, my uncle, and he's like, sounds like he put gas in it. My dad's like, did you put gas in it? I'm like, no, I didn't put gas in it. Like, who would put gas in a diesel? I've owned diesels my whole life. And then we're working on it, working on it. He's like, that smells like gas. And then it just hits me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just filled my diesel truck with gas. Like, how can I be so dumb? So I ended up having to take my, we towed it back to my dad's house, you know, the old illegal style with a tow strap and me riding in one, my dad pulling in the other. We get it back there. I take his truck, go pick up my auction purchase and go home. He drains the fuel tank new fuel filter, gets everything fixed up. Luckily, I didn't ruin anything, and I got it back on the road. But that all was because of taxes. Like, I hate taxes, man. Uh, yeah, I don't like taxes. Nobody likes taxes. I don't get it, man. Like, I work for the government, so they literally tax me to pay me. Like, why not just not tax me and just pay me a little bit less? <laughs> like, I feel like it's just extra paperwork to take money out of my check and then put that into account and pay me with it. Like, I don't know. You get taxed when you buy a car. You get taxed when you buy anything. If it's a used car, you get taxed. If it's when you work, you get taxed. If you own property, you get taxed. Like, all this tax money. And then where is it all going? Like, other countries? Ukraine. Do they ever give us money? <laughs> no. Like, can I have some from some other country? Is there something I'm not signing up for that I should know about? I just wish it was, like, way easier to file your taxes and that there wasn't, like, the threat of jail if you did it wrong. Or, you know, it should be a lot easier. It should, it should be like, this is what you owe. That's it. You don't have to go through all of this whole entire equation and all these. There's, like, so many tricks. And you feel like, I always feel like I'm, like don't know all the tricks and that like you want to find the best tax guy or girl who's going to like you know do all of the the stuff to get you the most and know all the things they need to know and they're like well who's gonna you know I feel like there's just so much behind it that makes you feel like you're getting screwed at the end of it no matter what <laughs> right the people who know what they're doing can play the system and they can work yeah. the system to their advantage but if you don't know you're leaving money on the table. Right. Like, you know me. I would hate to leave money out there to give to the government that I could have instead have spent on something. So I'm going to try to maybe be over aggressive this year and spend more money than ever just to try to save taxes. What do you think? <laughs> right. I don't know about that. No, but yeah, I just wish it wasn't so, like, tricky and feel like you have to be sneaky or, you know, you're... Paying full price. You're not getting your deal kind of a situation. Like right. it's so, I don't, I hate it. I hate that part of it. I hate feeling like you're getting screwed. Cause yeah, you I don't want to do anything wrong. You know that by me right. not driving against the arrows in a parking lot. But I don't want to give somebody some money I don't have to. No. Because I work hard for my money. That's why I'm a hardworking man. Like Rachel works hard for money. <laughs> if you've seen the short, like we work hard for oh. our money. So we want to keep as much of it as we can. But you have to know so much. And then you pay these people to know this stuff. And I've gone to tax places. And I'm like, what about this tax credit? And they're like, no, that doesn't exist. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it does. Um, and then I show them. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know about that. And I'm You're thinking right. to myself, like, 
I'm paying you to know this stuff. Like, why am I telling you what you should be doing for me? Mm-hmm. You should be like, hey, do you have this or do you have that? Instead of me being like, hey, what about this? And they say, no, that doesn't exist. And then I show them that it does. Like, I feel that like at that point, if nothing else, my bill should get smaller. <laughs> I should get a credit for that credit because right. I'm the one who figured it out. Or you talk to people and they tell you what they do and you're like, I haven't done that in years. Like, what are you talking about? That's possible? And they're like, yeah, I do it all the time. And you're, yeah. Well, like, if you have kids in college, from what I understand, if you don't pay, I believe it's $2,500 a year for four years, you're leaving free money on the table. Because as far, the way I understand it, if you have kids in higher education, you can pay up to $2,500 a year for four years for their tuition, and you get all of it back. It's not $2,500 off your income. You get that all back. So if you're not doing that for your kids, you're not giving your kids the government's money. And I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure that's how I understand it. And we've done it a few times, and that's what our tax guy says too. But again, it was something I had to bring up. Like, I feel like if you're like, oh, you got kids. Are they in college? Yes. Do you do this? If not, you need to next year. I like, think this guy told us about He it. did, but we've had other we've people had other who people have people it. not tell us. Like, that's your job. You need mm-hmm. to tell me that stuff. And if you didn't know it and now you know it, look into it and give your kids that $2,500 of government money. Because well, why even, not? Uh, Where else is it going? That child tax credit ends at 17? Not 18. I don't even know anymore. Yeah, Those, no, it They're ends, all changing. It ends earlier. It doesn't end at 18. I'm pretty sure it ends at 17. Which that means we're screwed because we have another 17-year-old, so. Dang it. <laughs> You're no good to us, Nate. We get nothing. Now we'll get some tax for him. Get out of the house. Until he, <laughs> At least he didn't turn 17 until September, so we have that whole chunk. I think we get him for one more. I think it goes by the year. It's it's full calendar year, so we got it's this a full is it. Calendar year, so yeah, we because get if you have a baby year. on January, you want to have your baby before January first. Because yeah. if you have your baby on like December thirtieth, you get the whole year's credit for that baby. So you got to get that thing out if you're at if you're pushing that line. Get that kid out. Yeah, you don't want a January first baby. You want a December thirty no. first baby. Your niece was born December thirty. See, they're smart. It's just in our genes. We got a smart family. (laughs) Oh, there is something that I want to tell everybody about. In case you didn't know, we were talking about this in the car the other day. There's scams going around right now of people. And we had to have... They're going to get worse and worse with all the technology out there. Yes, it's with... I mean, this one is a big one because um, it uses AI so they can... Artificial intelligence, for those who don't know what AI stands for. They can get your voice... A recording of your voice and then make it say anything it wants to. And it sounds just it like sounds you. like it's you. So they have been these scammers have called people and then had it sound like it was from because they can even use your number and like Yeah, they clone your phone clone numbers. Your phone we get number. nonstop stupid telemarketing calls from area codes where our phone is. Well, we don't even live where our phone is, so it's a dead giveaway for us. But they're cloning people's numbers yeah. and calling you from those numbers. So you think it's a local call. Right. So they can clone like your family member's number, and then they play the audio that sounds like your family member. And it's usually them saying, like, asking for help, saying that they have been, like, kidnapped. Yeah, or If you don't pay this $5,000 if you don't pay this ransom, this then they're going to hurt them. And these people, you know, they make it sound like it's truly them. So people panic. People pay the money, even though it's not real. So 
that's happened or they call and say like, oh, your, you know, your credit card has been um, stolen or something. Or there these charges, verify these charges on your on your card. Did you use the card for these charges? And if you're like, no, they're like, well, we need you to verify some information. And so then you willingly give it because now you're panicked that your card's been compromised. So don't do any of these things. Do not fall for it. If somebody calls and says it's your family member, hang up the phone. And call them. Call them. And if it's your credit card company that's calling to verify or Amazon or anybody that you trust. Hang up and call them. On your card, there is a phone number. Call the number on the back of your card only. Or go directly to your Amazon account on the Amazon website and there will be a notification there. there. Do not click on a link in a text or an no. email. If you get one from your credit card, your bank, anything, go to your app. Call the bank. Call them on your own. Don't go to that. Yeah. If you ever get a phone call that the hardworking man or Rachel has been kidnapped and they're going to do <laughs> bad things to us, they're not going to. Let if us, they catch let me... If they catch me, they're going to be like, you know what? Just leave. Well, we'd Don't laugh pay them money. They'll let like, me go. No one in our family has money to pay right. anyone anyway. They'll be so. like, hey, we got your son here. You're going to have to pay this money. Like, and oh, shoot. Like, sorry, you know. I've, like, I've got 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all I'll give him. So, no, but I did have it the other day. I kept getting a phone call from, because we get scam calls. I get tons of scam calls from being a realtor, people wanting to just get my business. So. I remember the one when the guy's like, he wanted you to send a prepaid gift card and a bunch of other people oh, in your office got yeah. the same thing. Yeah, they send the text and are like, hey, I'm in the middle of a meeting right now. I can't break free. Can you go get a, a gift card? And send it to and me. And send it to I me. I need it. I'll reimburse you. And, so, and they act like there's someone else from the office. Yes. Because you can go on the list and just see, you know, all the list of realtors. I mean, we're all out so there. So they send it to a realtor pretending like it's another realtor and you're doing them a solid and you're just giving was, them a $100 Amazon I gift card. I just screwed with that guy. I was like, yes, how many do you need? How much <laughs> money do you need? Well, I'll get it as fast as I can. I knew that was a scam. But we had, I kept getting calls from... I don't, was it Citibank or something? And like, I have a credit card that we just did a balance transfer with. I never, have never ever used, used it. the card. Like, I don't even think we have a physical card. It was just a balance transfer years ago. And then all of a sudden, she went on a shopping spree yeah. with this bad boy. And they're like, but, Did you buy this? Did you buy this? Did you buy? Like, listen, yeah. I haven't bought anything. And then the guy's Nothing like, Well, I, I need bought. you to, like, what, what's your address? What's this or that? And we're like, I don't trust you. I'm I not giving you anything. Because she was on speaker. And I said, You're calling me. You should know my address. And he goes, I hear somebody else in the background. We need them to know that we are recording this call. Like, you can record anything you want, but we aren't telling you our information. You're called us. You should know it. So, so then we hung up and we called the yeah. card, the number on the card, on which the we did the have the card. It was in our lockbox. And it was a legit thing, but you got yeah. it. Better safe than sorry, man. Right. Because and she called. She was, like, scared because... When we called back, she's like, I think this is the same guy. It sounded guy. like the same guy that I just was like, I mean, like, let's I don't be honest, a lot you. of those call centers sound the same. No, but it sounded exactly <laughs> the same guy. So I was like, that is freaky. What if they are cloning this? I'm like, this is all fake, but it But wasn't. it was crazy because it was literally a card that we never activated or yeah, used. So it's and never all been of a sudden, used. somehow, somebody got those numbers and started just buying. Like, that would be fun to just be able to buy well, whatever you want with purchases. someone else's. Yeah, but that's how they start. They, they do test, test purchases. Yeah. But it was still a few hundred dollars. So I highly recommend passing this information along to your loved ones. And don't let anybody get scammed because it's it's a serious scam. I just heard 
somebody on Instagram, a younger girl in her 20s, went on vacation with her husband and somebody called her sister and because they knew they were like vacationing in Mexico or somewhere where there's, you know, cartel and there's a chance you're going to get kidnapped if you go there. So they called their sister and said, we have your sister, blah, 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 send this money. And her sister thought it was genuine and real. And they did everything they could, and they sent the money. Sent five grand, then called her sister and was like, <laughs> and was like are you okay? Like, yeah. is everything? And they're like, what are you talking like, about? We're at like, the airport still. Yeah, so she's like, I didn't think this was real. You know, you hear about internet scams, and you just think that they're fake. But this, it truly does happen. It blows <laughs> my mind how many people fall for this stuff. Like, I get emails all the time, like... I'm an I'm an African prince and I have eighteen million dollars and I have to put it in an account. Oh yeah, like I haven't got any money yet. (laughs) No, but like it literally works because people give them this stuff. Like I don't know if they live under a rock or in a cave or what, or you know, like I feel bad because a lot of times it's elderly people or whatever. But with this new stuff, with the AI, with the voice. Able to steal that's, people's that's voice. That's freaky. And with social media, like if you know people are leaving or in another place or going to mm-hmm. be in another place, it's like easier to take advantage of that situation. So just right. something to be aware of. Yeah. <laughs> no. But don't bother messing with our family because you ain't, you ain't going to get nothing. 20 you bucks. ain't getting nothing. They'll be like, ah, yeah. Keep them. <laughs> I feel like you'd be you'd be more annoyed trying to explain how to transfer the money to them than getting the actual. Oh uh, yeah, I feel like people would give up with some of our family. They'd be like, you know what? Just keep your money and just take your kid back. <laughs> be like, never mind. This is a scam. This is all a scam. <laughs> no, no, no. How do I send the money? <laughs> I'm blocking your number. Can I write you a check? You know what? Just come to my house and get cash. Right. So we said in the beginning, we didn't put this out on Sunday night like we want to. My goal is to get it out on Sunday night, like 8 p.m. I think that's a good time. And my goal is to get ahead, but like Rachel said, we don't get ahead. Well, we were out of town. We went, we left. The kids had a long weekend, and Nathan made it into the regional competition for wrestling, which is a huge honor. I know, like, I always say we're not the people who brag about our kids, but, like, you can't help but just brag on a kid who does this accomplishment. Because he it was is, the top 32 in his weight class in the state. Like, it's just a Getting to regionals huge. and wrestling is tough. Tough. Like, it is hard. And just to show how hard it is to get to regionals, but then to get from regionals to state, you have to, once you get to regionals and you're the top 32 in your division in your weight class, only the top four out of each division so the top 16 kids in the state make it two states nathan our son lost to two kids one of them came into the tournament with a 50 win and two loss record and the other kid had 44 wins and four losses so the two kids that ended up beating him and knocking him out of the regional tournament to get to states had a combined six losses on the year and almost 100 wins and the kid who came into our regional tournament with two losses didn't make it out. He yeah. didn't get to go to states. He got beat. Like, this is not an easy task. So right. that's where we were. That's why this one wasn't out on Sunday. It was in the middle of my work week, and I took that day off earlier in the year knowing that he might make it. Then he made it. So I worked midnight to noon. Came home, slept for a couple hours, woke up, got yeah. in the car, drove three hours, went to his wrestling, like slept, 
we we were able to stay at some friend's cottage that they have mm -hmm. up there, our cabin, which was nice. Yeah. We stayed up, you know, got to know them a little bit. They were another wrestling parent that we'd spent time with in the stands, but never in something like this. So we hung out with them for a little while, got up early at wrestling all day. Wrestling is probably the most tiring sport to watch. Because you don't watch wrestling as a fan, you participate in wrestling as a fan. I'm literally watching kids I don't know. And I'm like leaning on the bleachers. And I'm like, you know, like yeah. you're actively watching. You get no. done watching wrestling for a day, your legs hurt, your back hurts, your abs hurt. And you're like, what did I do yesterday? It's an interactive spectator. The whole time I'm like. <gasps> <gasps> Even like kids this. you don't know. Like it's awesome. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you know them or not. And you end up like, because we've watched a lot of these kids. Like you see them at the same tournament. So you, yeah, you get to you know learn these kids, kids over that the you years. like to watch. And you're like, oh, oh, they're up. And you like want to see them. Kids Even you though, like and kids you hate. Kids yes, you hate. there's kids we <laughs> hate they're khaki they're arrogant they have bad sportsmanship yeah. there's coaches that are terrible they whip the so then off when they in lose. proxy because the coaches are bad we don't like their wrestlers right like you get to like people you get to not like people like it's so like throughout TV. the day you're cheering for kids you're not cheering for kids you have kids that are underdogs and they keep winning and everyone notices like you see some of the greatest sportsmanship and some of the worst sportsmanship mm -hmm. and yeah. then at the end of the day, like, Nathan lost. We could have left. I had to work that night again at midnight. We could have gotten the car and left. But one of his teammates was still alive. And we stay and watch alive him. We support tournament. him. Yes. <laughs> they were all still alive. No one was well, killed. So we brought out of, there was, I think, what, 25 kids on his team. And then you can only um, enter 14 kids total into your district tournament. Out of the 14 that were entered, six of, six of them made, made it, it to through regionals. to regionals, which is unheard of for the school history. So our program is growing. definitely growing and building and becoming great. And But out of those six, only one of them made it to state. One of them made it. In the, fact, only one of them only one won of them had a match. Yeah, the other one's all <laughs> And lost. he won all of them. This kid is a sophomore, and he has lost two matches in his high school wrestling career. One, when he bumped up a weight class and was sick. And the other one was a state finals match last year as a mm -hmm. freshman when he had a torn ligament, a broken finger, and a ripped off fingernail on his hand and still wrestled in the semifinals and the finals with that. Right. So um, he has let yet to lose this year. So we stayed to watch him, to support right. him. We're going to go to Ford Field to states to watch him. It is so much fun. Nathan, our son's going to go. And I'm going to tell you what right now. Well, Zach's going to go. Barring too. injury. Or sickness, Nathan will be wrestling at Ford Field next year. You can mark my words. <laughs> because that kid, his work ethic is second to none. Like, he right. puts in the work. Last year, he won a few. He won some matches, but he wasn't. When we went to watch him wrestle, we didn't expect him to win. This year, we expected him to win. He was wrestling kids ranked third, fourth in the state, and maybe losing by a point. Or maybe beating them. Like, it was a fun year. and So next year, as a senior, his last year, which is, I don't get nervous often, but in wrestling, I'm nervous because you can end your season with ringworm, with a broken arm, with anything, you and your wrestling out. career is over. <laughs> you don't make weight at regionals or districts or state where you have to weigh in on site. You're .1 pound over. That's it. And if you're a senior, your career's over. We watched a kid, the kid who was 50, what was he, 51? 50, 52 and two. two. His his season and career ended on what I think was two bad calls. He lost three to two, and I don't have any like or dislike for this kid, 
the three points he gave up, I don't believe any of them were points. So he should have won two to zero, and instead he lost three to two. His wrestling career is over on what I thought was two bad calls. Like, so you never know what's mm-hmm. going to happen and how your season's going to end. I've watched kids be undefeated and go to districts and have a rash on their skin. And the ref says, nope, you're done. You don't have a doctor's note. That's it. There's no questions asked. Your career's over. So talk about heartbreaking. Talk about everything. But that's why in wrestling you learn so much about yourself. And these kids are fighters. And about life. They learn what not quitting is. You don't always have things handed to you. Things don't go your way. You have to fight through adversity. And you just have to suck it up and deal sometimes. And with some people, like, that's not what they're used to. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like we've raised our kids. We try to teach them this stuff. Like, one of our kids, I forget who it was, but they were at school. And somebody, you know, something happened. Some kid got something or got to do something. Another kid said, what? That's not fair. And our kid goes, yeah, my mom always says life isn't fair. Like, so we teach our kids that because life isn't fair, man. You can put in all the work and not get it or... You know, like, or not put in any work and get it. Like, life isn't fair, but in wrestling, you learn. You learn a lot of times. The work you put in is what you get out, but not all the time. And you learn that not giving up, not quitting has a huge impact. And you take that into life. And that's why it's one of my most favorite sports. Most favorite. Well, and we hear all the time from people that are like, oh my gosh, you're a wrestler. I will hire a wrestler any day of the week. Like the work ethic is unknown compared, unmatched compared to everybody else. Like you guys, you grind, you get it. You, you do it. You do what you don't want to do because you know, it's what you have to do. And you learn stuff about yourself that you didn't know that you needed to learn about yourself. Gosh, it's hard. Even as a parent, I feel like the emotional toll it takes on us. Like, you learn the highs and lows. You experience it. I think that's why it's so exhausting. Oh, yeah. When Nate made it through districts, because he had to, again, beat some kids with only three or four losses on the year Nate did to get out of districts to regionals. And he went out there, and he did it after being sick for two weeks. And when he made it through, like... I hugged him, and he was nasty. He was sweaty. <laughs> it was disgusting. And Rachel was over there crying. Like I just couldn't you help can't, it. You can't help it, man. Like, the pride you feel for your oh. kids and knowing the work he's put in and that he got the reward, which you don't always get. Like, our oldest son, he was literally seconds away from making it to states his senior year. He made it to regionals. He was in what we call the blood rounds. The blood rounds are where emotions run wild. Yeah. And what it is is once you lose a match and then you battle back, there's a one last round where if you win, you make it into the final four and you get to make, it, make it to states or to regionals, whatever the next step is. So if you win, you move on. If you lose, your season's over. And it's called the blood rounds. And Joe was in the blood rounds and he was ahead with like three or four seconds to go. And the kid just freaked out and ended up scoring, tying the match. It then went into overtime, and again, Joe was ahead by one point with seconds to go, about to punch his ticket to states, and the kid did the same thing and scored, and Joe lost. Like So in five seconds, two different times in the same match, he lost his ticket punch to state and never got to go. Like The blood rounds are insane, and the emotion running through these kids, you see kids absolutely crushed and defeated, and you see kids just in pure elation because they made it. And one thing I brought up, and like you don't realize it, but 
the kids, so at the end of the day, at the end of the tournament, you have the finals and the semi, not the semifinals, the, so you have the first and second place match and the third, fourth place, third, fourth place match. Yeah. So in the first, second place match, the kid who wins and gets first is always pretty excited unless right. they expected it and there was no one to challenge them, which isn't often. But so that kid is. The kid who gets second is devastated. Devastated. But the kid who gets third, third? is some of the loudest cheering. They're more cheering. excited than the first place guy. They're more excited than the first place guy. The, the crowd goes wild. Yeah. Like winning third place is like the just it. Because winning first place, like, yeah, you got first. Second place, you're literally the second best kid at the tournament, and you're sad and you're distraught. And the third place kid acts like he just won the lottery. <laughs> like, yeah. But then the fourth place kid is just like, ah, I got fourth, I made it. Like, right. Like they're not devastated like second place is. Probably no, the worst second place, place is to be second. Third place yeah. is the happiest. <laughs> then there's first place and fourth place. Fourth place like hugs the guy like, good job, good job. And second place is like, my life is over. I. <laughs> It just, I'm like, man, like you can't explain how it is, but that's how it is. Like the third place kid is the happiest kid in the place and the crowd goes wild, wild especially like we said, when a kid who the crowd learns to love throughout the day because of sportsmanship or wrestling or attitude or heart, like a lot of times that kid ends up being the third place kid for some reason. Yeah. And so, I mean, when we say we watch these kids, like you're sitting in the gym for 10, 12 hours. hours It's amazing. And there's like three, four matches going all the time. They never ending, just rotates through the weight classes. So you get to see everybody wrestle. (laughs) So you do, you get to learn what schools you like, what schools tend to have, you know, kind of like dirty players out there and what ones that you're like, I really like this. I really like how they carry themselves. The coaches who complain, the coaches who are teaching their kids the right way and, you know, keep the fight up, keep your head up. You know, there's, you see everything out there, man. There's people I like at the end of the day and there's people I hate it. I just want to punch in the mouth at the end of the day. (laughs) Yeah. Well, emotions run high, man. It is definitely, I don't think we've, we, we have had kids play a variety of sport. If there's a season, they're in that sport. It doesn't matter. Like they're picking a sport. We've had the girls and the boys. Yeah, and you don't, don't have to play what we want, but you have to do something. It don't even have to be a sport, but our kids have, like she said, they've played almost everything. Football only a little bit, but they've played baseball, softball, volleyball, golf, tennis, wrestling. I don't think we've had a uh, track in middle school. Track. But, uh, they did soccer when they were soccer, younger. Soccer, like... They've We've done it all. There is nothing that competes with wrestling. No, we haven't seen anything like wrestling. The emotions, that's... just the the everything. No. Like what kids learn about themselves, what parents learn about themselves. <laughs> youth wrestling is probably one of the craziest sports ever. If you go to a youth wrestling tournament, there's a pretty good chance the cops are going to show up because, like we said, the emotions are out of control. Well, people say hockey's like that. and it We played is. hockey like Wrestling is just different, and sometimes the police are there because parents are fighting parents. Sometimes they're there because parents are mistreating their kids. Like, a lot of wrestlers, I mean, I don't want to pigeonhole wrestlers, but a lot of wrestlers aren't from the highest socioeconomic well, it's, standings. Like, it's, it's, it's like a different class. It's like you have a mix of everything, of. though. You have some very high upper echelon oh, yeah. people, 
And then you have something like all you need is a pair of wrestling shoes and headgear, and like your. I've seen kids out the there in look. socks and basketball shoes. Right, I'm like, like you don't need to spend a lot of money to get equipment. So it's definitely you can anybody of any walk of life can basically get into the sport for very minimal money. And a lot of times, the kids with nothing are some of the best wrestlers out there because they've been fighting their whole life and they know not <laughs> how not to quit. And they know, like, what grinding is. And that's, I mean, I don't know. You can probably tell by the excitement in my voice how much I love this sport. But as much as I love it, I've always said I don't want any of my kids to wrestle in college. Right. I'm like, we want them to make it to the state tournament because it would just be so awesome. But, yeah, they're not going to wrestle in college. It's not their goal, even. you got to be an absolute monster to wrestle in college. Because only the best of the best of the best wrestle in college. Because out of all the high school wrestlers... You could be a four-time state champion in your state and Division three, and no college is even interested in you, maybe a community college or something like that, because the, the top echelon wrestling schools literally get to pick from everybody in the entire country, and there's so few spots available. Like, yeah, we so know they don't kids, have giant teams. No, we know kids who have won multiple Division one Michigan state championships, and have who have made it to big programs like Michigan State or Michigan, and they don't even make the roster. Like they're basically mm-hmm. there to practice. Like this is one of the best wrestlers. Lost three, four, five matches his entire high school career. Still Never going to see the mat maybe on varsity for one yeah. of these elite schools. It's insane how they have to be. So it's not their goal. It's not like you know baseball. Baseball is not easy to get into either. No, not no sport. What like. I don't quote me on this, but something like 7% of high school athletes play at any level in college. Yeah. Any level. Any collegiate Community level. college. And like anything. 7%. So think about that. That's less than 10. <laughs> so it's not <laughs> like, easy. It's hard to do. But wrestling. Like baseball, you'll have 60 guys on right. a roster. You know, that's a lot easier to get onto a roster versus wrestling. Who doesn't But have. with wrestling, like, you have to destroy your body to be in good enough shape to win. Yeah. Like, when I was in high school, I wrestled. I love wrestling. And a bunch of kids from our team got to go down to the NCAA championships. And Wow. What an eye-opener. Like, we're wrestlers. We know what weights look like. We've wrestled, and we'd see kids and be like, kids, college wrestlers, and be like, I think that kid's like 112 or 125, and he'd be 103. Like, they are so lean, so chiseled, so in shape. And then I thought, like, these are the best of the best. You're going to see kids just wrecking kids and pinning people right away. Like, no. It was some of the most boring wrestling I've ever watched because everyone at that level is so good. Like you win two to one or three to two or three to one, like down to the wire. And it almost looks like they're not doing anything because they're both giving 110%. But it doesn't matter because they're both that good. Like it was crazy to see what you had to put your body through and what it had to be at to compete at that level. And then that... Everyone at that level was at that level. Like, there were very few dominant wrestlers. Right. Give mad props to them. And we always say, if you run into somebody later in life... With cauliflower cauliflower ear, ear, you ain't going to want to mess with them because you're going to come up on the short end of that stick. (laughs) There's a reason for that. If the guy's starting to fight with you, it doesn't matter if he's five foot three. He's got cauliflower ear. Good night. You're going down. You don't want none of that. (laughs) Yeah, so 
that is our take on wrestling. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> But, but it's over. Nate's season's done now, so... It's not done. He's right. His next year starts now because okay, if but you I mean, want to make it... He doesn't have any more wrestling. Zachary's still going. He has middle school seasons. So undefeated. Still... Undefeated, undefeated in eighth grade. Yes. Which we've had a few of our kids go undefeated in eighth grade, and they're like, I'm a boss. Like, nobody can beat me. I'm like, you better put in work because when you get to high school, it's a different <laughs> animal. It and is. our oldest boy, Joe, he's like, I, I dominated eighth grade, and he went to high school, and he learned it's different. Mm-hmm. What what are you when you're a freshman, 14, 15 yeah. years old? And you can be wrestling 18, 19-year-olds. Right. Like, That's yeah, a big difference. There's weight classes. So you're wrestling kids the same weight, but a 125-pound 14-year-old versus a 125-pound 19-year-old, there's a lot of difference in your body. And you're going to find out real quick what that difference is. When you get there and the kid has a beard and a mustache and you don't, that makes a difference. Full of tattoos, you're like right. The rat. amount of kids with tattoos, like I look and I'm like, that kid's a sophomore and he's got full sleeves. Like, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> there's one kid from a school. He's been wrestling. I feel like for like eight, nine years. Yeah, we joke. We're like, he's 34. What is he? We he's joke a senior. About him. Like, they're like, man, I went to school with that kid. <laughs> yeah. No. So wrestling, our the wrestling season has ended. Nathan no longer is competing. No, now it's next year. He's getting ready for next year because the Marsha Ford Field is on. He's going to the state tournament. Yeah, we'll be at Ford Field next year. We're gonna be there this year to watch our. <laughs> we are gonna go. Game, We're but... gonna go watch because it's a good time. But and there, the emotions there, like it's that's it, man. Well, I say it's the top told... sixteen kids in the state at each weight class in each division. I told Nathan, basically, I was like, if you make it to States, I think I'm just going to cry the entire time. I'm just going to sit in the stands and cry. I'm not even going to be able to, like, (laughs) properly cheer. I'm just going to be like, can someone else record this? Because I'm just going to cry. Because I'll be so, like, proud and so I get proud for other people's kids. I ain't even mine. (laughs) Right. I mean, I guess our our friend's kid, who's the one who made it, I mean, I, I called him. I said, I would like to adopt your son, and he did not <laughs> protest it, so he's sort of like half mine. I mean, we've known him since he was, you know, like four or five years old. So Right, so I mean, he's like my half son. known him for a long time. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> he keeps starting to just deal his mom away, and I'm like, what are you going to do with her? You got too much on your plate already. You don't, you don't have time for another woman. The hardworking man can do what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think we should wrap this up. But again, thanks for listening. We love it. We hope you guys enjoy it. We love the comments. Check the link out for the new hardworking yeah, man podcast YouTube channel. Over subscribe there. to it. I could care less if we get a thousand subscribers, if we get anything. All I know is that a lot of people really like these podcasts. They like getting to know Rachel and I on a personal level, and that's what these are for. And in a couple weeks, that's the only place you're going to be able to well, find it. And them, I so. really love the feedback. I love the comments. I love, like, it's the most positive. No one has said anything rude. Like, we get a lot of random rude stuff on the YouTube, which is to be expected. It's the internet. <laughs> my but, favorite was one of my comments, and I mentioned it earlier. It was when I was splitting with an axe. And this guy's comment is, you're overweight, but nice axe. <laughs> I'm like, what? What? Like, I mean, I got a couple extra pounds on. I wouldn't necessarily consider myself overweight, but never in my life have I commented and been like, wow, you're overweight or wow, you're ugly or anything. Like, if I don't have anything constructive to say. I mean, you might think things, but I mean, you have to yeah, like, it. And, and I don't, sense. like, whatever, man, I couldn't care less. Like, 
I thought it was funny. I just replied, cool, thanks. So, I mean, but nobody does any of that on the podcast. because no, they I, it's can't a see choice. my stomach. It's a choice to listen, and everybody has been so warm and welcoming. Like, I love it. I truly love reading your comments from everybody on the podcast. And I feel like people get to know us more, like how we think, how our minds work, what we think about, what we talk about, and... Hopefully, the longer we do these, the better we'll get at them, and we'll just talk and have fun, and eventually, we're going to have more people on. We've wanted to do that. We just have to get a We don't program. know how. <laughs> we we'll have figure to it down- out. No, we know how. We just have to do it. We were going to just... do it when we went to Brad's Fellowship at the Furnace. We were like, let's get a couple people and record podcasts while we're there. Well, then I was sick, getting over being sick going there. Rachel got a little bit under the weather while we were there. We didn't have there extra just wasn't time. time. It's hard to do, man. There just wasn't time. And not everybody wants to just sit and talk, so it's okay. But we, we figured out we can have guests on virtually, so you don't have to be well, in You person. say we figured out. We haven't done it yet. We haven't we, done it, but I know how to do it. We've heard that it can be done. I know how to do it. We can't even work mics on our own camera. Yeah. Sorry about that. But anyways. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for the comments. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Whatever platform you're listening on. And again, if it's YouTube, check out Hardworking Man Podcast Channel. Because that's where we're going to be. Have a great night, guys. And a good week. And a great month. (laughs) And a good year. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. You always do the trigger finger. Bye. Shoot him again.